storytelling is everything, you know? <laughs> storytelling is a way of seeing the world, is a way of understanding how life works, is a way of putting content in context and bring ups and downs and bring truth and bring core values and beliefs and a mission, you know? <laughs> This is Art Is, a podcast for artists, where we visualize the future of the art world and the creative industries. This season, we are revisiting the topics and ideas introduced in season one through conversations with emerging artists, creative changemakers, and leaders from beyond the art realm in the tech industry, design world, and startup space. The mission of Art Is has been to encourage emerging artists, students, and early career creatives to seek out possible futures for the art world one where our creative ambitions and professional needs are met. Part of this is recognizing the power and value of our stories and experiences, not only for our own creative and professional growth, but for our collective community development. Today, I'm speaking with Rodrigo Portado, a storytelling expert. He is a university professor and has experience working across the startup space, the corporate world, and the film and television sector. Rodrigo spent eight years at a consulting firm but left to pursue his true passion as a storyteller, partnering with Robert McKee, the mind behind Pixar's Toy Story and countless Oscar and Golden Globe winning projects. Rodrigo has helped over 500 companies craft their stories and has personally written over 300 scripts for film and television. I met Rodrigo during the On Deck Podcasting Fellowship, where he walked me through Aristotle's narrative structure and helped me start to understand what it means to create and tell meaningful stories. Our conversation delves into all aspects of storytelling, explaining its relevance in business, life, and art, and as the glue that binds communities together. Rodrigo roots everything in examples, from real life to cinema, and sheds light on the importance of truthfulness and authenticity, criticizing old-school branding mechanisms and Instagram in the process. We discuss how tapping into our emotions and bringing our vulnerabilities to online communities through honest storytelling will help boost a value and mission-driven creative economy that supports a burgeoning middle class of creatives and fights back against institutionally dominated, top-down platforms like YouTube and Instagram, controlling creators' access, reach, and financial compensation. I really enjoyed this conversation and hope you do too. My name is Rodrigo Portaro. I am from Sao Paulo, Brazil. I, I consider myself a storytelling expert. I believe that our stories, personal stories, are our superpowers. Everybody has a superpower that is your own story, you know, your own struggles, your own vulnerabilities or something like that. Everybody is in a mission of finding purpose, you know, finding meaning or finding a good job or a, a partner. We are also wondering what is the best way to do that. And stories help us to understand how. So when I see a movie and I see a character desiring something that I also desire or wanting something that I also want, and I see him or her struggling to get there and facing the forces of an antagonism that are trying to keep them away from that desire, I can uh, learn with them as well without the need of living the, the story, right? Stories are equipment for living, thinking that way. So when I see people, artists, and uh, trying to, to 
to understand how to do their work and how to show that work work to to the world or something like that i i usually talk to people to to think what is your story you know not it's not your history is your story what story you you have to tell to to make people to understand what you are doing so this is this is what brands also should do you know but they they lie they lie <laughs> the brands brands and executives from the old era you know the era that brought brought us to today they they don't want to tell the truth they they want to seduce they want to to you know sell they want to sell something <laughs> to us and this is not what i'm talking about when i'm talking about telling stories i'm talking about telling the truth you know is this is the most important premise of storytelling this is most important principle of storytelling tell the truth because if people do do get that you are not telling the truth or the whole truth they will create a barrier between you and them that is so hard to to break you know uh, so always tell the truth for most sometimes it's really difficult to to tell the truth but we we should tell the truth your enthusiasm about storytelling inspired me a few months ago it's been fueling me and it's been one of the inspirations for this podcast which is all about artists embracing the value of their stories not only just for their personal growth and professional development but also for the establishment of a wider more supportive artist network as artists and creators working across disciplines how do you think we can embrace storytelling in our work and in our professional practice but also as a community building tool storytelling is everything you know <laughs> storytelling is a way of seeing the world is a way of understanding how life works is a way of showing complex life is you know is a way of putting content in context and bring ups and downs and bring truth and bring core values and beliefs and a mission you know it's 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 a powerful way of thinking and dreaming as well you know i don't know if you notice it but we when we dream we we dream and with our dreams working a story form you know something happened and then something happened in a crazy way but it's it's in a story form when we think it's in a story form you know oh if it, if i don't do that something will happen and then something will happen and so giving that why artists should bring storytelling to their work it's it's simple it's to bring meaning uh to people you know to your work and people you notice that that has meaning that has they they will understand what values you care what beliefs you have what is your mission why you are doing what you are doing and people will relate to that if if they if they are connected to the same values and beliefs so if you want to people caring about your work it's not everybody that want that but for those who want to to bring people and create a relationship between them them and your work uh, you should tell tell great stories you asked about the the community as well right people are not exploring community as as a way 
of building a, a new kind of society, you know? Let's compare uh, a group on Facebook and a Jewish community, for, for example, you know? Jewish community is not a community because they have a group on a WhatsApp or Telegram or, or on Facebook, you know? They, they, they share the same stories. They share values. They share beliefs. They share the typical food. They share the same coin, you know, <laughs> the currency, right? They are a community because of many stories that they lived in the past and they will live in the future as well. So I, I think stories are intrinsic to community building. How do you see a digital platform being a vehicle to build authentic community where people are, are actually meaningfully engaging with each other and openly sharing stories together? That's a tricky question because I don't actually believe that that is only in the online world that we can build the, the most deep and profound relationships, but you, you, we can do that in a certain level, all right? So it, it's possible to create connection like us. We never met each other in real only, uh, online world and we have a connection and we understand each other we know what we believe but if we expend more more time to together launching or going to a, a concert you know or something like that our relationship could be even more profound and and powerful so i i believe that building community should not be only online all right so but how, how to do that online? People, people relate uh, or create empathy for others that, that are people that, that are similar to them, all right? So let's say that, let's, let's bring the movies to, to help us, all right? So let's take Toy Story 1. We have a protagonist that is Woody and he's a toy and we are not toy right so why should i create empathy for a toy you know a cowboy I, I don't know i don't know how when pixar created woody they gave woody life you know they gave human characteristics to to him and it's not the the possibility of speaking you know it's not that that creating empathy as well what creates what pixar gave to to woody that are capable to create empathy to us is the universal values that woody cares about so what are the core value that woody is worried about in the the toy story one the possibility of losing the the preference of your owner you know that is andy right and i i have no meaning as a toy if i don't have a, an owner you know uh, a child right we can relate to that because we are also afraid of uh, losing our sons or or our parents or our i know i don't know friends our partners or etc. So we know that feeling of losing someone. We know that feeling of not uh, having meaning to our life. And nobody likes that. And when we see Woody living that situation, we can relate to him. 
So in a, in a digital world, we, we should be capable of showing our fears, our, our vulnerabilities, our truth, you know, and people relate to that. Nobody will relate to someone that is perfect and everything is awesome, like Instagram. You know, when we, we see people on Instagram, everybody is rich, everybody is happy, everybody is, has a perfect life. And this is cool. But this is, this is not the way of creating meaningful relationships and meaningful work, you know. So the best way of using the digital softwares and, you know, the digital world to create community, to create relationships is to creating the space and the, the goals and projects and excuses to, to bring people together and uh, share their stories, share the truth, share the vulnerabilities, uh, and etc. I, I believe that the, the future for not only art, creators in general, you know, artists and storytellers and entertainers, uh, I think customers or people in general, they want to relate to a person and not more with a brand, without authenticity, without truth, you know. I really believe that people should have the courage to, to tell their stories. It's not easy to tell the stories and be, being vulnerable, no, you know. I'm not telling, oh, uh, go there and tell your story and everything will be fine. No, <laughs> it's, not, it's not like that. It, maybe you tell your story and people will say, you are crazy, you know, to tell the truth and maybe it will be bring some problems but everybody can regret of not trying to tell but it's difficult to regret if you if you were honest with yourself you know <laughs> in the long term so i believe that people should have the courage to tell their stories the point of this podcast is really to start thinking and brainstorming of possible futures for the art world and the creative industries. So what sort of changes would you like to see coming from the top, but also coming from the bottom and from us individual creatives? First of all, just, just a note, comparisons are so are so bad, you know. When I compare myself to another, another person, this is an illusion of actually comparing something. You know, people are, are different and are living different contexts. They know different people. They are, you know, in different places. When I compare myself to someone, this is a, a illusion. So uh, a, a piece of advice for everybody is try not compare yourself with another people, you know? You, you need to understand you and be connected with yourself, with your soul, who you are, you know? And, and the body, our body, is the oracle you know is we we can we can feel it if you are doing something that is connected to us or not connected to us we can feel it if we are doing something against our values for example even if it is not in our mind is if even even if it's not rational we can feel it so pay attention in your uh, to your feelings and be truthful with yourself 
But the changes uh, that I want to see in the creative industry are really related to Li Jing. Do you know Li Jing is, is an investor? She wrote an article talking about the, the need of creating a middle class for creators and artists. Because what internet de- did to us uh, and platforms like YouTube, for, for example, they, they gave so much power for a few people like two, one, three percent of people or of creators that became famous and rich and etc. But 97%, 98% of people are no one in the, in the internet, you know. So I, I believe that people should build platforms to, to give more power for those 97%, you know. And it's not fair that platform determines how much an artist should be paid. I, I, I am a creator and I know what is the value or I imagine the value of my work and I should determine this value, you know, and people should pay if they think that that has the value that I'm saying that it has, you know. So I, I don't want anyone determining how, how should I be paid. So I believe that the future of for creators in this digital world is trying to have more ownership. People should own their audiences, you know, should because, oh, I, I have an audience in YouTube. Bullshit. You know, you don't have the telephone, you have the, the WhatsApp, you don't have their email, you have nothing. Contacts are from YouTube, you know, <laughs> or Instagram is the same, Facebook is the same. So you don't have ownership of an audience on those platforms. So you should find a platform that is already there, like Patreon, for example, or like Substack for writers or something like that, that you start to own your own audience. You have an, an asset, you know? So you, you, start, you need to start to, to understand how, how to become more like an entrepreneur and how to build audience because audience is your distrib- distribution and how to choose the ideas to work on and what you want from your life. You know, you, you need to start to understand, to think about all those kind of questions and and become more the owner of your own fate you know something like that we are living an era that this is possible now you know own a little bit more of your own future and build your own future how do you recommend you know early career creatives working across art disciplines working across the creative sphere start thinking about you know building their business and understanding the principles that are you know integral to to being successful and and moving forward this is a, an awesome question. I, I have been thinking a lot about it. And my point of view is based on, on the principle that everybody here are wanting to to be successful, whatever that means, you know, or thrive and grow or something like that. So that's why we are trying, we are talking about a business, you know, we, we want to go somewhere, you know. So with this point of view, and I believe that most successful people in the world are acting by principles, you know? So the most basic and most important principles, what, what I call life principles. So what is the difference between greed and ambition, for example? 
if we do not pay attention how, how we are acting in our life with greed or ambition for example we we can be at risk you know do not have conscience about about that it's it's a risk but there is so many life principles there is a, a great book on that that is from ray dalio he's an investor and he he wrote a book called principles so how many people that we know and how many times we saw ourselves not dealing uh, with the reality you know putting our ego to answer something and point out the excuses you know so this is basic but it's so hard to pay attention to the day-to-day -day work, you know? There is something that put, can put uh, our work and our goals and our dreams at risk if we don't deal with reality. So this is a highlight. Another one is be radically open-minded and work with transparency, for example. We should be transparent with people around us that are working with us. So this is related to storytelling, being vulnerable and creating meaningful relationships and meaningful work and being open-minded to what is different. You know, sometimes we, we see artists saying, oh, I don't want to become an entrepreneur because, you know, I'm not doing what I do for profit or something like that. And that's okay, you know, and, and also that's okay if someone is trying to do it, you know, so be open-minded and try to see their point of view of life. And maybe you will learn something or realize something that you didn't realize before. So there is so many life principles that we can pay attention attention that is so powerful but also principles of business like I, I love Y Combinator is a accelerator in, in, in Silicon Valley and I like the way they think business so let's say me and you we struggle to choose which idea to work on and many people as artists are struggling as well because we have so many ideas so how to choose the, the right idea. What is the right idea? So do, depends on what you want. So if you want that your art go global, you need to, to choose an idea to work on that, is, that people around the world are interested in. So you start to think about the market, you know? So what is the market and what people want? How to create a, a team? You know, how to build a team, how to manage a project, how to monetize your work, how to reduce risk, how to talk with investors, how to split equity. You know, if I'm working alone, you know, okay, it's easy. But when you bring someone to, to work with you, how to divide equity? You know, uh, should I open a, a company? Those kind of learnings help us to build something sustainable in the long term. So... Those are kind of life business principles, all right? And then we have the third pillar that is uh, storytelling principles. So tell the truth is a principle. All stories are about someone, it's not about something. So your story is not about a thing, you know, a physical thing or something like that. You, you need to talk about someone, you know, it can be the, the customers, can be yourself, you know, but your story should be about someone. This character has desires. This is another principle. There is no one in life that has no desire. Even the desire of not having desire is a desire. This is another principle. So we have principles of life 
business and storytelling, in my opinion, that help artists, storytellers, entertainers, creators to, to live their life and evolve in the, the game of life, you know, because I truly believe that projects and uh, companies and ideas, and they, they help us to, to evolve as human beings as well. You know, so uh, here in Brazil, we have uh, a guy called Amir Klink, and he's he, this guy across the Atlantic Ocean by himself in uh, like 30 years ago, you know, something like that without GPS, you know, so it's a crazy guy. And we asked him, why? Why you, did you do that? You know, and what is the purpose of that? And he say, I don't have a purpose. I have a project. And I, I, I like to think that the projects are my, are my purpose. So I have a project, I try to do it. I, when I done it, I create another project and that's how I live, you know? And I truly believe that there is some fundamental things uh, on that. So uh, that's it. <laughs> First of all, everybody who wants to belong to a community of creators and artists and storytellers, go to www.ecoa echoa.so and register yourself there. We are launching soon a community of creators. So that's my main project today. And we we are creating the creator's land. <laughs> so uh, we are imagining how is the creator's land, you know, what are the rules of this land and who populates that, that land and how this land is physically, you know, something like that. We are creating this universe to, to bring those principles of life of business and storytelling and we are going to teach those principles putting people together in live events we are putting people together in many different forms to people meet each other and help each other and create a, a spirit of community based on those values and beliefs that we are designing with the story so in the future we we have ambitious goals so we want to to make this land become a society like a country or something like that that is based on not only the beliefs and values but also with the same coin we want to create a crypto to this community we want to create events around food around music around art we want to create a sanctuary <laughs> for people to practice their faith or create a temple with shows a place to celebrate our art our work we want to invest in artists invest in, in projects and ideas that are tied to these principles that uh, we are starting to teach. So this is a project for at least three to five years to, to start to see that, that growing. But we are launching the, our MVP, Minimal Value Product, in a month or two months from now. Uh, you can register there and I would be really glad to talk to you and know everybody that went there. We are doing interviews in the, the beginning to really meet people and understand and see what is valuable to them and understand, understand what they are seeking there or they desire and what are their projects. So go there and register and for sure we are going to meet you. <laughs> 
amazing. You heard it here first, you know, this is uh, gonna take over the world. Yeah, yeah, this is exclusive news actually. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Art Is Season 2, Episode 7. This is a podcast for artists, and I get to make this show freely and independently because of your support, without anyone telling me what to do or to say. I make it because I too am an emerging artist and care about the future of our industry and want to work hard to make it better. So if you want to support the work I do here at the show, you can donate through the link in the episode description. Thanks, I really appreciate it. You can also see that I linked the Art Is Bookshop. Check it out for a selection of creative and professional development resources. Apologies for my voice being so raspy today. Yesterday was the Euro Cup final, and as an Italian, I was very excited to cheer on my team. This episode, I'd like to thank our guest, Rodrigo Portado. Thank you for sharing your knowledge with us. I'm incredibly excited about ACOA, a community whose mission is so aligned with ours here at Art Is, brainstorming the future of the art world collaboratively and breaking down barriers between creative disciplines and empowering artists and creators to own their stories and share their value with the world. Check out the episode description to register with ACOA now. Before you go, I'd like to ask a favor. If you could please leave Art Is a rating and review in Apple Podcasts. It really helps us reach more creatives. Thanks so much and see you soon.